You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Yo. All righty, everybody. Buckle up for the wild ride that is. DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Charch is battling a bloody nose, and he did not even skate a single shift in the wild game. (laughs) Oh, beauty. I did not sing it today. Figured I'd take a week off. Charch, are you okay bloody nose-wise? Um, well, I'm, I'm actively bleeding, um, but it's not it's not a gusher at this stage, which is good. Uh, but I'm on Kleenex 4 right now. There's got to be a better way to do this. I mean, I just always, when this happens, I just jam a Kleenex on my nose. There should be Can a, you do this interview way. laying down? Okay. Oh, yeah, I like that. There you go. Just, just lay on your back. Legs uh, elevated. Right. No, head elevated. Head elevated, right? Yes. Actually, it's a good question. I think you want to tilt your head back without laying down. How about that? Oh, maybe that. Okay, so you don't, you do not, well, you don't right want now. the blood rushing to your head. Yeah. But you do want your nose to be tilted back. So yeah. Right. Just, but then, yeah. Is it better to have the the blood come out the nose and into like the back, you know, the palate of your of your of your throat, or <laughs> forward where it goes down into your face? I'm not, it's, I mean, there's, you know there's not really a win condition here. It's a lose-lose, I think. Go get a tampon from your wife's cabinet and <laughs> jam it, it up nose. there. That's the way so, to go, no, my friend. That was in a movie. Somebody did that. Well, they make nose tampons for boxers, essentially. Dense oh, yeah, cotton swabs that they yeah. jam up there. Yeah, that sucks. And no, re- no rhyme, no reason why this came on. No, it's just Minnesota, right? So it, it's dry. <laughs> it's, it's dry Minnesota. air. One of the many beautiful things about Minnesota. Uh, it's dry, dry air. And I battle this all winter where I just go to blow my nose and all of a sudden, blood. Oh, what? no. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Lucky, all right. lucky me. All right. That said, before we get going here, because you're going you're gonna to lobby tomorrow in front. Are you going to speak? Where are you speaking tomorrow? Well, this is a, uh, this is a lobbying trip at the state capitol. You're going um, to the state capital. Mr. Yes. Charchian goes to St. Paul. Paul. Yes. That's right. Got yes. it right. Uh, to Nicely lobby done. on behalf of legalized sports gambling in the great state of Minnesota, the, the land of 10,000 lakes and still no legal sports gambling. 
Correct. So we're down to, I think, 14 states that don't have it. And we're one of them because... Wisconsin's a, another one. No, Wisconsin's got it. Oh, you're right. They got the they got the Indian casino. Yeah, brick and mortar, right? It's brick and mortar, which is a bummer, honestly. I mean, you know, look, it's better than nothing, and it's nice. You can just you can drive to Ho Chunk and get your uh, get your 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 wager. Get your game on. Your gamble on. Yeah, you know, it's better than nothing. Uh, I gotta I have to drive to Wisconsin if I want to do that. I gotta drive to Iowa if I want to do that. There is a casino on the border of Minnesota and Iowa called Diamond Joe's. That's where all the Minnesotans, you know, that in the in the bottom half of the state all flood down to Diamond Joe's. So anyway, what we're trying to do is get it legalized here. But the tribes have basically exclusivity in this state on all matters. That's similar to Wisconsin. So you throw them a bone by giving them the brick and mortar rights to start. And then you just keep gently working behind the scenes to knock that wall down before they even know what's happening. That's the way that was. It. Yeah, that was the hope, right? Uh, is to be something like that. But our, the bill we're trying to get passed would be mobile. Uh, the, the tribes would get all the revenue for it, uh, along with the associated vendors like DraftKings, FanDuel, and, you know, BetMGM that are secretly powering all those games, right? Of course. They would be, yes. Yeah. So they, you know, you just the want, tribes don't want to get in. You there. just want to have the joy of seeing several Vikings suspended for half the year, like the Lions <laughs> just had. <laughs> I mean, so, seriously, I would be, if I was a Lions fan, in addition to being, well, a Lions fan, I'd be so pissed off right now. I would say to myself, you're fucking kidding me. One of our best players, our wide receiver, uh, Williams, is out for six games just because he bet on some other stupid sport from within the facility? The fuck? I, I know. What's her, I, don't, I guess I don't see why this facility is so sacrosanct that, you know, it's because they're you don't want to have the appearance that the Lions headquarters is a gambling ring. I, I, I mean, I, who cares yeah. where you bet? If you're not betting on the NFL, what's the problem? Yeah, well, how many years ago was it the infamous Tony Romo fantasy league or fantasy football About convention in eight Vegas? To ten years ago, yeah. That many? Eight to ten? I thought it was more like five or six. Yeah, I don't think so. Nope. All right. Well, for those who don't know, Romo is going to have a big highfalutin fantasy football conference in august out in vegas at a casino slash hotel or more more like a resort i guess and they had a casino attached to it just attached and the nfl swooped in and said you can't do this because it brushes up against legalized gambling in the state therefore if you do it you're going to be in big trouble and the whole thing got collapsed Correct. That's exactly right. And now, look, the NFL has teams in Las Vegas, right? You got a whole team <laughs> headquartered there. That's and right. we had we had the NFL sued Tony Romo for just having a fantasy convention in town. Unbelievable. Um, uh, 2000, Unbelievable. 2015, eight. Ding. 2015, the event was canceled. Nearly 100 NFL players scheduled to attend Romo's National Fantasy Football Convention in Vegas. Yes, the NFL in the span of eight years has gone from that to embracing gambling full bore across the board. I liken it to, uh, it'd be like going from preacher's daughter to OnlyFans account in eight (laughs) short years. (laughs) What the hell happened to you? What are you you doing right now? You know what happened? Money happened. That's what happened. There's so much, you know, the NFL never figured out directly 
how to monetize fantasy. They made a ton of money on fantasy indirectly through their broadcasting rights because we're all watching a ton of football. So, I mean, they figured that part out, but they never figured out how to directly monetize it. Now, with all these casinos and all the money from sports gambling, that was real easy. Yeah. So that became you know, that got to be an easy one to, to They're getting a direct skim now. I remember the NFL's briefly floated trial balloon, which is hilarious to even let you people know about this if you've not heard this story. At one point, the NFL floated this idea. Hey, our statistics from these games are proprietary. Therefore, you'll have to pay us to use them. Yeah, They actually only, yeah. tried yep. to argue that, and it went over about as well as you would expect, like a fart in an elevator. People said... Yeah, you're high. Go to bed. Yep. 2005, um, we had a big <laughs> fantasy industry conference, and the NFL and the NFLPA, they all show up, and they just start suing everybody at the conference. It was like, you know, you've got to be kidding me. Really? You guys don't own stats. <laughs> you know, yeah, come on. I know. Yes. But that's how insatiable the league is. So now they're full-born gambling, and I just, you know, from your standpoint, you don't operate a gambling entity no not fantasy not you know we think we think there's a dis- very big distinction between fantasy and gambling most of your listeners won't because it's a very nuanced discussion but that's part of what we talk to legislators about is helping them understand how <sighs> fantasy is different from gambling and i and, and i remember when you told me several years ago when this was all coming about and i asked is this not a direct mortal threat to your business fantasy football you said calmly no i think it's a tide that lifts all boats do you still feel that way yeah we've got a lot of data around that that says exactly that it's uh the it's fantasy gambling has not uh has not hurt fantasy at all and it's just really expanding the people that want to play and engage with their sports outside of just watching tv so it's complicated gambling is what fantasy is it it's, is. It's skillful. It's very, skillful. very highly skilled gambling. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. social. Well, you know what else it is? It's social gambling. Like, you don't have point spread leagues where you get together with your buddies from college, but you do in fantasy. Well, when you say right? point spread leagues, I'm well, not, I mean, you know. Most gambling is done in solitude, whereas right. fantasy yeah. requires a socialization right. that is the wonderfulness of a fantasy league. A traditional fantasy league, that's true. Daily fantasy is more of an individual thing where it's you, you know, playing against other people. But still, one of the key differences, it's, you know, when you're placing a bet, it's you against the house. When I go to DraftKings and I play a DFS-style game, it's still me and a bunch of other people playing against each other. And DraftKings is effectively a matchmaker for that. My bet isn't against the house in that case. So that's that's also a key distinction. It's like paramutual betting in horse racing. A little bit closer to that. Closer. Uh, no odds, no real-time odds change. Although right. people have tried that style in fantasy, which I'm interested in. So tomorrow, will you stand at a podium in front of legislators? legislators? Not in this case. I am not. I'm not speaking in front of a committee. Um, that would be. That, I have done that in the past. I'm not doing wow. that this time. This is door knocking on senators' doors, trying to make sure that they don't apply there's a problem in my industry and i'm sorry if this is boring no uh, i'm asking you about it and i'm fascinated door knocking meaning their office doors in the state house yep office doors for the senate i'm going to the senate uh (laughs) office doors in the senate trick-or-treating in the (laughs) state house that's right that's right (laughs) 
Why don't you dress up? Maybe they'll give you their five minutes of time if you're dressed up like uh, the clown, Pennywise. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dress up like Pennywise. You'd be like, hi, I'd like to talk to you about gambling. Yes, yes. Um, and if there, by the way, there is there is a dress code, effectively, right? Yeah, every sure. guy, every single guy has got the button-up shirt. You have to have the jacket. 50% have the tie. 50% don't have the tie. And this is everybody in it. So this is the legislators themselves, but also all the lobbyists and everybody's doing business. You have to dress that way. And so this is, a, you know, this is the one time here where I get to break out the sport coat, which you don't get very often. Yeah, anymore. well, you know, you've got, you guys have standards, which I appreciate. I mean, it's not like it's the U.S. Senate where you can be John Fetterman come back from 60 days in, you know, a psych clinic and wear shorts and a fucking hoodie. And we had standards in Minnesota. Okay, so you're going to go knock on doors and try to help edumacate these lawmakers on why this is not the end of the world to allow legalized mobile sports wagering in the great state of Minnesota. Yes, uh, with a side dish of... Do not regulate fantasy companies the way you're regulating casinos, right? Oh. You know, guillotine leagues should not be facing the same regulatory hurdles as Caesars. So, you know, that's the other part of this is trying to make sure that the fantasy companies don't get roped in the same way the, the betting companies do, which is a problem we have in a lot of states right now. Right. Okay. Well, good luck to you. I was going to say with this nosebleed situation, if you were speaking tomorrow, I would want you to, if you got a nosebleed while speaking, to not even flinch. Don't yep. even reach for a handkerchief. Just let the blood run out <laughs> over your face, onto your white shirt and tie, and stand there and tell the legislators, I will bleed for my for cause. Look at my face. Literally. Uh, sir. Uh, Mr. Chachin, please. Uh, you, you're welcome to take a break, Mr. Ch Mr. Chachin, please. No! I will plead for this! Sergeant at arms! Sergeant at arms! <laughs> Clear this man! Take him away. Okay, I want to run this by you because the NFL draft is coming up and you being yes. uh, not only a man who loves football and has followed the NFL and is very sharp in these matters, but you're a man of fantasy and so you know about sort of the game theory a lot of times when it comes to drafting players. Now, of course, you know, you and I and everyone does it in fantasy, which is a whole lot different than the NFL, but it's also yep. a lot the same. Like there's differences, but I think there's also similarities. So I wanted to run this by you. I did to this to Andy yesterday, and I will see if you have any additions, caveats, or thoughts on my Zabe's Guide to Drafting Well in the <laughs> NFL. It's a 10-point guide. It's very simple. You ready? Number Ten one, points. number oh one, God. more right. is better. Always better. Remember, this is a crapshoot. Uh, no, that is patently false. Uh, can we take him one at a time? Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for okay, comment. Why, right, is, why, is more, why is more draft have, picks not better? I have tangible better? proof. Tangible proof why. Here in Minnesota, our general manager for 10 years, Rick Spielman, did nothing but trade down to accumulate picks. He would turn second rounders into two-fourths, and then he'd turn those two-fourths into six seventh rounders. So, Those guys never pan out. Well, okay. You know, your, okay. Your, hit rate, okay. your hit rate goes down by 50% every round. Yeah. I, so I grant you that you better. shouldn't take a bunch of boulders and smash them down into pebbles. Correct. Okay. Uh, number two, don't obsess about drafting for need. You need two of everything. Yeah, that's the sensible thing, right? To not be caught in the moment 
and just take the best players because so many times that first guy who you thought was going to be a stalwart in there for years to come doesn't it doesn't work out for whatever reason. Could be a contract, could be an injury, could be all the things that can go wrong, especially in the NFL, where you can't count on player longevity. So that is the sensible thing to do. Teams don't do that. I mean, all that said, everybody knows it. But at the end of the day, yeah. when you're a general manager on a short leash, knowing that you're a four-win season away from losing your job, you got to plug the holes you got, and they do that. All that's right. how. That's just the reality of it. All right, hold uh, number three. If you aren't one thousand percent sure you've got your quarterback, keep taking them every year. Every Thank not you. only unless you have a young franchise quarterback, unless you have Joe Burrow, then. Every year you are drafting a quarterback in the hopes that you hit on your next quarterback. You should always be drafting your next one until you have the young franchise guy. Number four, my guide to drafting well in the NFL, leading up to and during the draft, turn off ESPN. It's full of nothing but lies, speculation, <laughs> and nonsense. Um, now, are you saying all sports or ESPN in particular? All sports channels? Can ESPN, I watch the and per- ESPN in particular, but in, also in NFL particular. Network. you got agents putting stuff out there purposely to try to rock the boat, roil the waters, get things going. It's, it's not going to help you draft well. Excellent use of the word royal. I'm, I Thank applaud you. you for using royal. Well, that is good word, per- and it? correctly at that. And yes, but. Yeah. Hello, hello. Charge. Oh, on my car, picked it up. <laughs> okay, that was weird. I'm going to call Charge back right now. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, let's see if Charge picks up now. Hello? Damn it. Do you know what happened? Some woman no. said, I'm sorry, but my car Bluetooth picked up this connection. <laughs> what the hell is that? No shit, right? What? It could. Well, it could be me. I'm sitting here perched on the 21st floor of the monogamous one-bedroom in the sky overlooking uh, Lake Michigan here in Milwaukee. And any car passing below me with a strong enough Bluetooth maybe could have reached up here. Wouldn't have been you, though. Weird. I mean, Bluetooth is a one-to-one discrete connection. Somebody can't break into your Bluetooth connection like they can a party line on the phones that we had in the 1970s. I I remained rolling during that interlude. And it is now part of the podcast. And wow. people can listen it. to it. And you can Weird. hear what that sounded like. I didn't even bother to ask her, who are you? How'd you get a hold of this line? <laughs> I was just like, dump. I got to get charged back on because <laughs> we were we were talking about the word royal. And I was about to, to give him the definition to make a liquid turbid or muddy by disturbing the sediment or to make it. somebody annoyed or irritated to royal. R-O-I-L. Okay, there's your word of the day. Nice, nicely done. Not R-O-Y-A-L, unless it happens that you're at that time, like, literally boiling uh, King Charles. Okay. I mean, and, you know, that all would right. be the one case. Now, the, but back to the ESPN thing very shortly. I love the drama. I like all the nonsense. I like everything that goes with it, even though I know it's all, most of it is crap and filler and BS, but it's fun, Zabe. The well, end of the day, a, I'm let, here for the drama. Listen, I say this as a team. As a GM, as an executive, they should turn off ESPN. That is true. 
If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, number five. The combine is a waste of time. Show up for the free shirt, then leave. Not true. I don't think that's true. I don't think it's a waste of time. You get actual, you get real measurables. The game film is way, way more important. But you get getting real measurables on people is is important. Some quarterback you like has got a eight inch finger span. That's a big. That is a big verifiable problem. <laughs> I have an eight speaking, inch wingspan. Speaking I'm, as a guy band. who suffered through Teddy Hamburger Gloves hands, <laughs> yes, Bridgewater. And Dante, yes, and Dante Culpepper who fumbled every fifth snap. You know, yes. There's some point at which you still need that data. And plus, I love going to the Combine, so I'm not going to denigrate. Number six, it's never a bad idea to shop from the big boys. Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, et cetera. Yeah, I'm a believer in that. Tony Dungy was a believer in that. That was one of his big drafting things when he was in Tampa and Indy. We want guys that have competed at the highest level and the biggest spots against the best people. So when we're watching that tape, we know we're getting the closest thing to NFL comparables, and that's true. And that's why you see, you know, OSU is going to have four players taken in the first round. Georgia's going to have four players in the first round. Alabama's going to have four players in the first round. Yeah, Terry McLaurin is a legit WR one for the Commanders. Why did he go in the third round? He was buried. 
He's buried at yeah. Ohio State. Didn't get nearly enough looks because there was a lot of good players there. Number seven, lower your fans' expectations of the draft. Remind them these are just seven players out of 53 at most. Yeah, that doesn't work. That does not work, Zabe. I mean, <laughs> fans love this, right? I know. So I'm going to be broadcasting live from U.S. Bank Stadium. Of course. And the official Vikings draft party. There's going to be like 8,000 people on the field for this. I mean, because you're, you're, part, you're part of the dick, the draft industrial complex, <laughs> the DIC. <laughs> Don't underestimate the dick. The dick is huge, and the dick <laughs> moves the needle. The draft industrial complex. Number eight, these are recommendations for teams and GMs to uh, draft well in the NFL. Number eight, always try to nail your first-rounders. Guys who will play right away, be starters for five years. Anything above that is gravy. But nail your first-rounders. Starters right away, five years. This is why I move up in the draft. I'm not the numbers. I am go up in the draft far enough that you have to go so you can take the guy you think is going to hit that save that's going to be a five-year starter that you're going to want to give a second contract to. Move, I am move, move up as far up as you have to go to get those guys if they're not going to fall to you in the first round. Vikings pick at 23. Your team picks at 15. Packers pick at 15, I think. They, you know, if your guy's not there, is not going to be there, go up, do what, do what it takes. All right, number nine, when one of your picks turns out to suck, don't delay the inevitable, cut yeah. bait, and move on. Yeah, look at uh, look at the Eagles with Jalen Rager. They're like, well, yeah, we could have had Justin Jefferson. We took Jalen Rager. You know what? Let's just get it over with and Although, tear the Band-Aid off now. What's he doing for you guys? Nothing. Okay. He returned a couple of kicks, which he mostly fumbled, and it he caught, had a touchdown like, in the playoffs, passes. though, didn't he? Mm, yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, what whatever happened to Laquan Treadwell from Mississippi State or Ole Miss? Yeah, yeah, was that one hurt because they passed on Michael Thomas hey. to take Laquan Treadwell? Oops. <laughs> and uh, you know, they, he muddled around for about three seasons. Dude's still in the league. That's the amazing thing about Laquan Treadwell. He's about he is a he is a, the exact definition of a journeyman. Yeah, and then finally number ten, my guide to drafting well in the NFL. Always let your dog make at least one pick. It's <laughs> karma. The, the, the picture of Bell, Bill uh, Bill Belichick's Akita sitting yes. in front of the laptop is flat out iconic the, uh, fire. Oh, absolutely. It's one of the best <laughs> moments in draft history. And the amazing thing is the dog can't be any worse than Bill Belichick is as a drafter. Okay. This is the, the, Talk about <laughs> this because you have correctly noted, uh, don't ignore the, 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 look at the man behind the curtain. These guys don't draft well, the Patriots. The, the, the person who has hurt Bill Belichick more than any other person it is general manager Bill Belichick has hurt head coach Bill Belichick. It's an unmitigated disaster by any calculus. It's awful how bad, how bad they and draft. What is the common theme of why they're missing on guys? Is there one or what are they doing that makes them bad? Well, one, I mean, A, they're, just, they're not hitting at all on their early picks, which is a, a big problem for them. Allow me to give you a couple of uh, a couple of recent examples, if I can, uh, of the kinds of results that they have managed to put out that have been basically a disaster here. Franchise history drafts. Here it comes, Abe, right now. 
So um, last year, you'll remember the many contributions of Cole Strange and Tyquan Thornton and Marcus Jones. Cole Strange. All right. Yes. Before that, it was Mac Jones, who looks like he's going to wash out. He may not even be the starter this year. Uh, Christian Barmore, Ronnie Perkins. Before that, Kyle Duggar, Josh Uchi, Afrini Jennings. I mean, these guys can't cannot hit on their early picks. Nikhil Harry, first round wide receiver, oh, are long off the team. Joan Williams. I mean, it's just it's just disaster grade drafting for the for the Patriots. Trying to think who who was their best draft pick, single best draft pick the last five six years. Now, one would argue, well, they're picking last in the first round every year, almost. Yeah, not necessarily. Few years, not necessarily because they have traded down and accumulated multiples, and I think they've had some in the middle of the first round. Yes, in fact, Mac Jones was pick fifteen, so that certainly counts. They got Ramondre Stevenson in the fourth round. That's a win. Yep. They got man. This is not this is a, this fourth, is a tough assignment. But fourth round though, like I yeah. want to know the first round pick of the Patriots under Belichick. Where you're like, oh, that guy is an ass kicker right there. Holy shit, they got a monster. None. So here's their first round picks in the last say decade. Uh, Cole Strange last year, Mac Jones not working out. Uh, then Nikhil Harry. We're back to 2019. Why not? I'll just I'll list I'll list I'll guess the position. To see whether I, a slightly better than casual fan, can even guess what position, much less okay. what school they played at. Right. Go ahead, next. All right, so here you go. It's 2018, so I've already given you all the others. Uh, they had two first-round picks, Isaiah Wynn and Sony Walkman. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sony, Sony Michelle was from Georgia running back. Yes. He was great in yes. fucking college. He was. But that, that doesn't matter in the pros. And then Isaiah Wynn was a defensive end? He was an offensive tackle. Oh, okay. Also from Georgia. Well, there, there goes my, don't be afraid to shop with the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard that previous 10 minutes. Okay, next. Uh, so they didn't have a first-round pick, because as you mentioned correctly, they tended to trade down a lot. 2015, Malcolm Brown. D-tackle? That's right, D-tackle. Can, if you can get where from, I'll be very impressed. Uh, let's see. He was from Vanderbilt. Texas. Good okay. guess. Before that, Dominique Easley. Safety? Defensive tackle. I was thinking Kenny Easley. First Easley that came to mind. The hit yep, man. Now, and I'm going to go all the way back to 2012 because this is their last hit in the first round is 11 years ago, Zabe. Chandler Jones. Yeah. The last, the last true hit that they've had. Arizona defensive end. Uh, yeah, he well, he played for the Cardinals last year, which might be confusing you, uh, but as uh, Syracuse. He's a Syracuse guy. Okay. All right. Yeah. So with that as a backdrop, let me give you my unified Rogers take on the Tuesday now before the NFL draft. Ooh, all right. It's basically this. What are you trying to do, Brian Gutekunst? Well, I want to get fair value for a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, come on now. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Uh, question, who else wants him? Well, I mean, nobody now, but that's just because <laughs> he already said he's going to the Jets. Oh, okay. Well, you sure anyone else has the cap space for that giant albatross of a contract mm-hmm. that you signed? 
Are you sure other teams are all gung-ho to get into the dark yurt-serting, ayahuasca-snorting, <laughs> weird ball that is Aaron Rodgers, as good as he may be at spinning it? Uh, well, I, uh, I think that's overblown. Okay, fine. Uh, are you prepared for the nuclear option of having to carry that huge contract and put him off to the side this fall if this deal falls apart and nobody else steps forward. Well, well, it's not going to get to that. Besides, that's many months away. Oh, yeah, well, those months will come. Mm -hmm. I am reasonably certain that the day will come. And if this falls apart, you're kind of fucked. So what are you trying to do, Brian Gutekunst? I think if you were to give him truth serum or, or at least four beers, he would say, "He would say, I'm trying. I could get a deal for two twos right now, a two this year from the Jets and next year's two, with a condition to slide it up if it's really good for the Jets, like they make the playoffs or they go to the AFC title game, or Rodgers plays multiple years, or slide it down if he retires and goes back into a yurt. We'd have to yeah. flip him a third round. Two twos yeah. is doable tomorrow. Would you agree with that? By the way." It seems fair, and I would think the Jets would take that, and okay. I don't think you could get more with that. That I think right. that's that's kind of the max. Okay, so two twos. So, Goody, what are you trying to do? Well, I'm trying to bend one of the twos into a one. Oh, okay, well, how's that going? Uh, so far, not great. Okay, <laughs> so, Goody, let's zoom out here, and let me just put this into real-life terms. You're trying to bend a two in Josh Myers into a one in Eric Stokes. Stokes, yeah. who has become a liability at corner for the Packers. Yes. Are you trying to bend a two in A.J. Dillon, who I think is a lovable but overrated power back, into a one in Jordan Love, who is still a mystery guy? Are you trying to bend a two in Elton Jenkins into a one that's Darnell Savage, safety, who is now a clearly worse player than Jenkins, who you just poured more money into. That's the other <laughs> way around. Are you trying to uh, bend a Josh Jones into a Kevin King, both second-round picks? No, because they both sucked, and they're not on the team anymore. <laughs> I could go on and on down the list. I could say, are you trying to bend Devontae Adams a second into HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix a first? Oh, that's right. Devontae Adams is one of the best wide receivers in the game. And ha-ha, Clinton Dix is a punchline now. He had a brief couple of good seasons. Do you get my point? Wrap it up, Goody, and let's move on. Because these picks are crapshoots. That's what it is. You get obsessed about, I got to get a one. You got to wrap it up. Yes. Time's up. Yes. Wrap it yeah. up. Get done with it. And let's be moving on to the Jordan Love era. Um, I think you just take, I think you've reached a point where you take what you can get there. Well, there's one more opportunity, right? So well, there are two more, you've got draft day. So you've got a draft day opportunity to move, to move Rogers. Yep. Uh, if during the draft, something happens and you know, think, you know, the draft doesn't fall right for some team and they need to make a move on Friday, didn't you do it? And then the others right after the draft, some team that wanted to come out of the draft of the quarterback didn't work out. And now, now they, they have a certain level of desperation. But after that, like by Monday, you're stuck. You're stuck if Monday you're not moving, you're not moving him. Once the draft's over, you've got zero leverage left. So it's you got to take what you can get in the next within the next week. You have to take the best deal you can get. Not only that, but did you ever you saw the movie? Uh, you saw the Austin Powers movies, right? 
I did. I thought the I thought the first one in particular was very good. Okay. So uh remember when Dr. Evil sleeps with Frau and then afterwards <laughs> he says, It got weird. It got weird. So you you if I was the Packers, I would worry about after the draft the Dr. Frau effect of mm-hmm. you know, we thought it'd be a boss move to go, Well, fuck you, you're not getting Rogers. We're gonna go do our draft, and then you wake up on Monday. It got weird. Now the mood is different, right? The feeling yeah. is different. The world looks different. The calendar looks different. God forbid the Jets decide, like Doctor Evil. Yeah, I don't want this. It's weird now. Because now it's now it's your weird. Now you're stuck well, with the weird. Yeah. Now and, and maybe it won't be weird. Maybe they'll be right where they were. But mm-hmm. the draft can tend to be one of those. I finally slept with her. Now I woke up and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm going to have to go to her sister's baby shower. She's going to want me to bring, come over to Thanksgiving. Fuck, I don't want all this. I just wanted to sleep with her. It got weird. Okay, I'm going to end this, on. Is, yeah. this at all, is this at all like your buddy's got a hot girlfriend, but she's psycho and he complains about her all the time and eventually they break up? And then you go bang the hot girlfriend, hot ex-girlfriend, only to find out, yeah, she's just as nuts as he said. Right. Or nuts. Or maybe she looks hot in a bar, but in bed, mm-hmm. no game. Can't play. No game. Can't sort bring of, it. Sort of like yep. draft picks. So you, you see the tape in college. You're like, this guy's going to be great. And then you get him to the pros. You're like, wow, he's not very good at all, actually. What's yeah. up with that? All right. I'm going to end on this. A little game called overrated, underrated. There is no rated. Everything I'm going to run by you is either over or underrated. There is no properly rated. Got it. No, absolutely not. And this is a very sophisticated radio bit that I'm sure has never been done by anybody. Uh, It is done exactly by name by one of my friends here in town. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Who does it on your station? Uh, Chad Hartman. And that is the, uh, the son of Sid Hartman, who you may be familiar with. And he does his bit is called properly rated. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'm glad I'm stealing a bit. I didn't even know it was his bit, but I'm stealing it. Here we go. Aurora Borealis, which was briefly visible last night as far north as Green Bay. It's gorgeous, and I've seen it in real life. Really just one time where it's dipped down far enough to come to the Twin Cities. So it's It's under. awe-inspiring. Underrated. Under vastly. Okay. Vastly. It's like the Grand Canyon. You can see the pictures. But until you're there, looking at it out of your own two eyes, you can't understand how awesome it is. Overrated, underrated, curly fries. Underrated because you have to go to Arby's to get them. (laughs) What do they got got the patent on these things? Nobody else can (laughs) offer curly fries? All right. I love the seasoning is outstanding. They're crispy on the outside, tender on the inside. It's just How about straight curly fries? Without the curls, it's the same thick-coated, spice-coated fry. Even better because sometimes the curl does not uh, separate enough and they can get mushy in the middle when they're stuck together. Okay. Overrated, underrated, the movie Wedding Singer. Adam Sandler. Haven't seen it since the theater, but I I enjoyed it at the time. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go underrated. Okay. Uh, Overrated, underrated, leather pants on hot women. Underrated. Oh, Under- uh, <gasps> underrated. Love the leather pants on a hot woman. Uh, nine, times out of, nine times out of ten, the woman wearing the leather pants should not be wearing the leather pants. But if they actually fit her, I'm in. Okay. Overrated, underrated. Uh, 
hooded sweatshirts. I wear hooded sweat. I'm wearing one right now. Underrated. I love them. Okay. Underrated, and especially here in Minnesota when I suddenly find myself outside with the dogs for a while and I need to flip that hood up. I'm telling you, all of a sudden you get your your body just gained 20 degrees. You flip the hood up, it's a great it's a great deal. I love the utility. All right, take off, Hoser. We'll talk next week. Thanks, buddy. You're the best. See ya. Everybody's going. You see you. Come back. I won't let him do it again. Yeah, my fault was yeah, your yeah, fault. You're such a hoser. There's uh, no way I'll ever do another record with you, Hoser. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I'll do a